0: How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 119 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, we have the latest scheduling notes for the A's amidst their COVID outbreak. And by outbreak, I mean, there's there's still only uh, one person that tested positive, so that's good news. Uh, I'm also going to answer a question that was posed to me on Twitter by a follower, and uh, it, it was really rattling around my brain, so I'm going to answer that and uh, do that for you guys. And then in the second segment, we're going to get caught up with the West Watch and uh, see where the A's stand in both the AL West and in the playoffs. Because MLB released the playoff uh, standings and all that stuff. So that's a nice little helpful feature. And I'm going to utilize it for the show now. And give you guys uh, who the A's will be matched up with if the playoffs started today. Also, just one quick programming note. I'm going to do a mailbag episode tomorrow. So if you have any questions about the A's or baseball in general or there's something that's on your mind, you can email those questions to us at LockedOnAthletics at G- Mail.com. You can tweet those to us at Locked on a's or me personally at ByJasonB. So uh, get in your questions. I'll answer them tomorrow on the show and uh, I'll release that on Friday morning. So you won't have to wait too long to hear what I have to say about whatever you ask. So yeah, just get those sent in and I'll answer them on tomorrow's show. Um. Also, we are brought to you today by Built Bar. Built Bar has some amazing new flavors. There's six of them. There's caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They also have their original 12 flavors which is great they kept uh you know what was working they added more just variety for you guys. They have nut and non-nut flavors. They, uh, I'm, Raspberry. I just saw the word and I'm like, oh, I remember the raspberry one. That one was really, really good. Uh, all of their bars are 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew and belt bars are great for the health conscious person. They can help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. All the bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. As I've said before, if you've listened to the show and Belt Bar has been a sponsor, they are soft, chewy protein bars that taste like candy bars. They are delicious. I really, really enjoy them. So if you are intrigued and you would like to get your own box of Belt Bars, all you gotta do is go to BeltBar.com and you enter the code LOCKED ON. That is one word, LOCKED ON. And you get a free cooler with purchase, which is one awesome. Little cooler for your little bars, love it. And uh, supplies apparently are still lasting, so you guys need to really take advantage of this as soon as you can. And uh, you also get ten dollars off your first box of belt bars at beltbar.com when you use the code locked on. So it's really that simple. You use promo code locked on, get ten dollars off at beltbar.com. I'll leave a link of the show notes to make this very easy for you guys. So again, one last time. $10 off your first box of Built Bars at BillBar.com when you use the code LOCKEDON. So let's get right into today's show. There's some news that got reported. Uh, Susan Slusser said on Twitter on Wednesday that the A's in the Astros series next week will include a doubleheader on Tuesday. So that series will be a five-game series. And, uh, you know, that's something to look forward to. And, uh, you know, the, the big question after this was announced was, is Mike Fires going to be facing the Houston Astros? Well, well, the plan is to go with Jesus Lizardo on Friday against San Diego, and then, uh, quote, the rotation will go as normal. <laughs> so uh, it, it's been a while since I have seen A's baseball, so I kind of forget who's on the team in general. But... Uh, I looked up the order of the rotation and last week it was, uh, in, in Texas, it was Lozardo, then Manaya, then Fires. So Lozardo on Friday, is on Saturday, Fires is on Sunday, and if that's the case and that all holds true, then Fires starting on Sunday would make it so that he would not be facing the Astros, with new edition Mike Minor getting a start in one of Tuesday's two games, which was reported, and then the rest of the rotation just filling out the other four games. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how that looks. Uh... Taking that a step further, the matchups for the weekend should be Luzardo against Zach Davies on Friday, Shamanai against Chris Paddock on Saturday, and then Fires against uh, Garrett Richards on Sunday. I'll look into those pitching matchups. Uh, Maybe I'll do two episodes for Friday. We'll see. Um, And, you know, give you guys some intel on all that stuff. Uh, It's also being reported from all the beat reporters that Marcus Simeon will not land on the injured list. But he also isn't expected to play on Friday, so in his absence, we probably get uh, Chad Pender and Vimeo Machine taking over at short for however long Simeon's out. Uh, I don't expect it to be more than a game or two, because they could have just put him on the IL and had an extra player, so... Uh, it it would make sense for him to miss, like, Friday and then probably play Saturday, but we'll see. And, uh, last thing on the news front, Liam Hendricks was named AL Reliever of the Month after posting a 0.64 ERA across 14 innings, racking up 20 strikeouts and 9 saves. Clap, 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 clap for Liam Hendricks, and, uh, you know, good job on that one. So getting to what I really wanted to talk about today, and, uh, that is just the thought process that I went through to find out, uh, the answer to the question that Russell Schwartz asked me on Twitter, and he tweeted at me, uh, Ideally, the A's keep all of them, but let's be real, of Chapman, Simeon, and Olsen, which one would you pay the big money to and extend? And I'm just going to start this off by saying, in my mind, this is basically between uh, Matt Chapman and Matt Olson, because Marcus is going to be a free agent in about two months, and I don't think the A's are going to start spending money all of a sudden. So uh, I, I think it's between Chapman and Olsen, if we're being real about it i guess but this isn't to say that i don't think that the a's could resign marcus in the winter because of everything going on with COVID. i think that the free agent market's going to be kind of terrible and he's not necessarily a proven top tier guy so he's one of those middle guys that could go for like a one or a two-year deal while they wait for the market to readjust and you know uh, money starts coming in fans start coming back to ball games and all that stuff and uh, before I start giving my whole detail on everything, uh, for somebody to be re-signed to a big deal and, you know, kept long-term, I'm putting them in the, it has to surpass Eric Chavez's six-year, $66 million contract. Uh, not necessarily in years, because that's probably not going to happen these days, especially with the A's. But $66 million is kind of the key figure right there that I'm looking at. And even a Simeon signed for like four years and 15 each, that'd still be $60 million. And so that wouldn't quite even hit that threshold. So I don't think that he's necessarily in the conversation, uh, when it comes to the big long-term, uh, contracts, partially because of when he's hitting free agency and partially, uh, talent level. I think that he's really, really good, but I don't think that he has the track record that the other two guys have is all that I'm saying. Um, so, with that all in mind, if you take a look at the Mats fan pages, pages, uh, since their first full season in 2018, they both have an average exit velocity of 93 miles an hour. Home runs are pretty similar. Olsen has the slightly better walk rate. Chapman has the slightly better strikeout rate. They both play gold glove defense. There's no wrong answer here, and uh, my answer kind of surprises me a little bit too, but I think that for one simple reason, my answer is actually Matt Olson. I'm a huge Matt Chapman fan. Do not get me wrong. Do not come at me, Matt Chapman. I love you. You're great. You're fantastic. But I, I think that Matt Olson brings one thing to the table that not, that Chapman can't do just because of the position that he plays. That's all it is, is the position. And I know that uh, Gold Glove third base defense is you know a cornerstone of a great franchise and all that stuff. But I think that with what Matt Olson does at both the plate and in the field, I feel like his defense and just how good his defense is at first base brings everybody in on the infield up with him. Uh, so you can put somebody at second base and at shortstop that are, you know, good defenders, but not necessarily gold glove caliber, like a Andrelton Simmons or something like that, where you don't need somebody like that, a defense first guy at the position to get some really good talent out of them. You could put a pretty, you know, an average defender out at shortstop and, And, you know, if he can swing the bat like a Carlos Correa, I know that Carlos Correa is a draft guy and all that stuff, but you can find somebody, uh, you know, like the Scott Hatterberg of shortstop, uh, you could find somebody like that. And then all of a sudden you have a better offensive team and the defense isn't hurting you because Matt Olson's over there picking everything at first base. So that is why I chose Matt Olson for the answer to this question. Um, do you agree? I, that that's my argument. I am not necessarily set on it. And, uh, even the contract figures didn't really come into play for this one. I do think that Olsen would be easier to sign than Chapman. And that's partially due to Chapman being a Scott Boris uh, client and Matt Olson being a Jet Sports uh, client. So, you know, that there's. I don't know much about Jet Sports, but I know I, I've heard a lot about Scott Boris. So uh, I think that there is a difference in dealing with the agent on that one. And, uh, you know, Matt Chapman being pretty good, He's probably going to get uh, the Scott Boris treatment, and that never really works out well for the A's. So I think that you know Olsen overall would actually be easier to sign too, and he might even be the right choice. So that is my answer. Uh, let me know if you agree or disagree. You can tweet us at LockedOnA's on Twitter, and uh, I am at Jason B also on Twitter. Coming up, I'm going to run through all of Wednesday's action in the AL West. But first, when you need red wine at 4, sushi at 9, a breakfast burrito the following day at 8 a.m., and then ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Post made it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They are the largest on-demand network in the United States and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even need to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code On. That is one word, Locked On. For $100 of free delivery credit on your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. One word. Our show today is also brought to you by Indeed.com. They are the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash MLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. And welcome back to Locked On A's. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram, and I am at by Jason B on Twitter. I'm going to jump right into the West Watch right now, uh, starting with the Astros and the Rangers. Colby Allard and Christian Javier got into a pitcher's duel, which sure, I guess, but the long ball ended up being the difference maker at the end or beginning of the day. The bottom of the first started off with a George Springer walk followed by Jose Altuve flying out, and then Michael Brantley hit a two-run homer, which actually ended up being enough in the whole game. The Rangers got one run on an Isaiah kiner falefa Uh, Solo home run in the top of the fourth inning. And, you know, it ended up being a 2-1 final score. So that stinks. Um, Christian Javier went six and two-thirds innings pitched. He gave up just two hits and two walks while striking out three. He got the win to push his record to 4-1 and on the season. While Colby Allard got the tough luck loss going seven innings pitched. He allowed two hits as well. He walked two, struck out four, and he threw 79 pitches in the whole game. Seven innings. You don't see that very often. So uh, good job on Colby Allard. Hopefully it's a sign of something to come for him because, uh, you know, he's still fairly young, I believe. He was uh, acquired from the Braves. He was one of their prospects, and the Braves were like, hey, we don't like you anymore, so they traded him to Texas. And uh, his regular numbers don't look good. He had a 650 ERA coming into the game, but he had like a 3.5 uh, FIPS, so maybe maybe he's going to turn it around. Uh, maybe there's some positive regression coming up for him, regardless of what team uh, players play for. It, I, I root for, you know, good stories and whatnot. So if he can turn it around and be... Not a dominant force, but like a number three starter for the Texas Rangers. Good on Colby Allard for doing that. Uh, He's a good person as far as I know, because I don't know much about him. So uh, good job, Colby Allard. And, uh, you know, also Christian Javier, because you got the win, I guess. But heading over to the only other game on the docket for the night, the Padres were playing the Angels in Anaheim. So you can just kind of take a guess how this one went. Uh, Jerickson Profar hit his sixth home run of the season, and he finished the night two for three with three RBI before being lifted for... Another former athletic, uh, Jorge Mateo. They were both playing left field, so good on them. Uh, Profar's three RBI had been all of the scoring that the Padres had done uh, through the first seven innings. The game was tied at three when former Angel Jason Castro, who was traded over the weekend, came to the plate in the eighth inning and stroked a two-out, two-RBI double to give San Diego the lead. From that moment, uh, the route was on. The Padres just kept pushing runs across the board, so gonna be a fun weekend for us in uh in oakland uh the Padres scored eight times in the eighth inning the angels added a run in the top or in the bottom of the ninth but ended up losing this one 11 to 4 That is their third loss in a row. Shouldn't be surprising. They're not playing very well this season. They're playing well below expectations. I think that they're supposed to have uh, like three more wins than they do have, which still doesn't put them in playoff contention. But it would be a better look than, uh, you know, where they are in the standings right now, which uh, here are the standings. The A's are still atop the AOS because they haven't played at all. They're still 22 and 12 like they have been for the last few days. Uh, They're up top. Uh, You got Houston at 20 and 15 after their win. They are two and a half games back at the A's. You got Seattle in third place at 15 and 12. They also didn't play because they're supposed to be playing the A's right now, and they are eight and a half games back of the A's. Uh, Texas is 13 and 22, nine and a half games back. The Angels are who oh boy, uh, 12 and 25, 11 and a half games back of the A's right now. And I told you that the uh, MLB app has the new postseason standings leaderboard, so I'm gonna run through uh, one through eight real quick. Uh, it It's mostly going to be these eight teams, unless the Tigers make a little bit of a push. Uh, They're only like two and a half games back of the Blue Jays for the final spot. But at the top of the list, you got the Rays. They are 26 and 12. The A's are uh, two games back of them, four in the win column. They have the same amount of losses. So uh, yeah, Uh, you got Rays, one, A's, two, Indians, three. They are the three division leaders right now, so they are the top three seeds. Then you got the White Sox, Astros, and Yankees. They're all second place in their own divisions, so that is why they have 4th through 6th. And then you got the Twins, who actually have a better record than the Astros and Yankees. But they're number 7 because of this weird friggin' playoff format that we got. And then you got the Blue Jays in 8th. So, as things stand right now, the A's with the number 2 seed would be playing the Twins at seven. And that is not a fun matchup by any means. They got a bunch of power in their bats. Uh, They just got Byron Buxton back from the injured list. They just got uh, Michael Pineda back. Uh, He's a starting pitcher. You might remember him. He had pine tar on his hat like five years ago, six years ago. At some point when he was with the Yankees, he had pine tar like all over him. Uh, And I think he took a bath in it and then he went and took the mound and then he got ejected. So uh, he's been having a hard time. He was on like the restricted list or something like that. So he's back. Uh, (laughs) Can he still pitch? I don't know. I think he had a start. They probably won. I looked it up. He did have a start. They did win, and uh, he went six innings, gave up six hits, two runs, uh, walked one, struck out four. That was against the White Sox. So you know, not not a bad, not a bad offensive team. He came out of a uh, hibernation or wherever the hell he was, and uh, he shoved. So good on Michael Panetta, I think. Maybe not good on Michael Panetta. I'm going to have to double check and see why he was uh, wherever he was, because uh, I don't think it was pine tar for, like, again, and I don't think he was hurt. So that doesn't really leave a lot of options as to why. So question mark on Michael Panetta. We'll look into that before, uh, you know, the A's and Twins potential playoff matchup. Also, they got Jose Barrios. He's really good. Uh, Taylor Rogers, Tyler, Taylor, Taylor Rogers in the bullpen. He's really solid. Uh, Josh Donaldson's on that team. So, but again, as I said yesterday. Who do you really want to face of these other seven teams? I mean, it do you want to face the Blue Jays if you get the top spot? I, I don't know. They just added a bunch of pitching, they got a really young roster that's just young, dumb, and full of vigor. Um, and they also got a bunch of minor league guy or you know, uh, guys that are former players' sons, and they might be more up to the test than you know the regular young guys. Uh, I don't necessarily want to see Bo Bichette go off and go Flo Bichette on everybody. And- I mean, unless it's against, you know, another team, that'd be great. Um, or if, you know, he did it against the A's, but the A's ended up winning the series, that'd be also just fine with me. Um, yeah, but anyways, who do you want the A's to face of these eight teams? Uh, are you hoping that the Tigers sneak in somehow when we get to face uh, whoever the hell's on their team? Maybe. I, they'd probably be the best bet uh, for an easy playoff victory. But, I mean, these teams are kind of stacked. Like all of them, not, you know, stacked like the Rays and the Yankees and uh, well the Yankees when they're healthy, uh, the A's when they're playing well. Not like that. But there's enough if, you know, you're not clicking on enough cylinders that they can take you out. Uh, And that goes for any matchup. You know, uh, Indians got a lot of pitching. If they can get some hits, they're, you know, uh, formidable force. So, uh, yeah, who do you want to face? in the first round of the playoffs. Let me know at Locked on, A's on Twitter or me personally at ByJasonB, also on Twitter. Um, but that's going to be it for me today, you guys. Uh, stay indoors, celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks, and I will talk with you guys tomorrow.